0: What's going on, guys? I'm Michael Keem, joined here by Vito Patel, and this is the Crew Sports Pod, episode 37. We're going to be talking week five of college football, week four of NFL. If you want to interact with us, you can always check out our Twitter, at Crew Sports Pod. But let's get right into it, Vito. We had one of the crazier weeks in college football, just like we expected and like we speculated about last week, just with so many ranked matchups. yeah. Well,
1: it was a crazy weekend just because of the sheer amount of top 25 teams that lost. So we had number 15, Washington losing, UCLA, Oklahoma uh, losing badly. Oh, my God, to TCU, Kentucky. I mean, they had a good matchup uh, losing, Minnesota losing, 20, Arkansas, 16, Baylor, 23, Florida State, 10, NC State, 24, Pitt, and number 17, Texas A&M. 10 of the top 25 uh, lost. That's a big chunk of them. That's 40% of top 25 teams lost this weekend. And the craziest part of it, though, was six of those teams lost to unranked teams. So just a bunch of upsets in this weekend. And it's pretty solid at the top. But once you get lower in the rankings, it's pretty shaky. New teams are in and out every week.
0: Yes. And one of those upsets that you mentioned brings me to my prop of the week. Every week, me and Vito reflect on previous week of college football and see who we want to give props to and for me this week i'm giving props to ucla who went up against number 15 then number 15 and undefeated washington and beat them ucla is now ranked like 18th or something but i'm giving props to them specifically their quarterback dorian thompson robinson he threw 24 for 33, 315 yards, three touchdowns to the air, added one more with his legs, long 53 rushing yards, and one sports Center top 10-worthy hurdle. Um, uh, But overall, that was a great game. I mean, Penix, over almost 350 yards to the air again, and only two punts in that game. So it was, it was fun to watch.
1: Absolutely. Oh, man. I was pretty high on Penix. Penix, I mean, had a good game, but DTR, uh dominated, too. Pretty good game, but I was upset that... Penix
0: caught his first loss this year mm-hmm. i mean washington's still ranked though and they, they still look like a decent team they almost came back yeah
1: i think honestly that pac-12 conference looks a little better than i thought i think ucla and washington are really really good at offense and i mean so is ufc and oregon is too pretty offensive conference it's kind of what the big 12 used to be but that my prop of the week jameer gibbs uh transferred from georgia tech uh he had a really good game. Uh, 18 carries, 202 yards, two touchdowns. But the reason why this brings me to the prop of the week is he had two 70 plus yard touchdowns in the fourth quarter that helped seal the deal. And on one of them, he reached 22.3 miles an hour, and the other one, he reached 22.8 miles an hour. So this guy is a new speedster from Alabama, and it seems like every year they have one. Last year it was Jamison Williams. Before that it was
0: Waddle. Before that it was Rugs. <laughs> I don't know where they find these guys. <laughs> I mean, they recruit pretty well, but he's not like that small of a guy. And to reach almost 23 miles per hour is blistering fast. Oh, my. That's like cheetah fast. Yeah, I didn't realize it it literally gets cheetah fast. Yeah. And he's a running
1: back. The other guys have you for all receivers.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. So he's not like he's not like as small. None of them are that small, but he's not as small as receivers. He's a big guy. So for him to be that fast, that's he's like Chris Johnson. Oh,
1: man. that Yeah, I forgot about him. Maybe he is the next Chris Johnson.
0: And those two runs that you mentioned, though, in the fourth quarter were huge because once Bryce Young left the game, Arkansas was coming back. They got within five. And then those two runs in the fourth quarter just put it way out of reach.
1: Yeah, what a crazy game, honestly. Uh, Bama was up 28-0, 23 straight by Arkansas. And Jameer Gibbs said,
0: I guess it's my team now <laughs> in the fourth quarter. It took off. Someone's got to take over. Yeah. Looking ahead to next week in college football, though, Notre Dame will be playing, and we're playing 16th-ranked BYU in Vegas. This is our Shamrock Series game. I love Shamrock Series. I do, too. It's it's fun. They always have, like, cool New Jerseys whatever. It's like a recruiting pitch, kind of. And they do it in random place in the country. But, so, Vegas, and against a good opponent in 16th-ranked BYU. But Notre Dame is favored by three and a half, according to the locals over there in Vegas. Oh, man. They know. Vegas just
1: knows. I hope so. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, Notre Dame always seems to do really well in their Shamrock Series games. But one of the things that I was thinking about last year, last year's Notre Dame team, uh, before their bye week, they played three one score games uh, and lost one game before the bye week. The rest of the year, in the rest of the regular season, they won six games, all two score games, and the closest game was 10 with the biggest win by 55. So something happens at the bye weeks for, and I've noticed that with Notre Dame teams, that hopefully they fix a lot of issues. And this year, I mean, I think it was the, Biggest issue was offensive line and receiver play. I think the offensive line got better the last two weeks. The receivers are still kind of in. I think Pine's looking more comfortable, especially in that North Carolina game.
0: Yeah, I think more time and more reps for Pine is going to be huge. Um, just getting comfortable knowing now that he's the, the guy, he's going to be starting the game. Again, like we said, that's new to him. I mean, I thought since the Ohio State game, we're just going to be improving every week. I didn't think we need as much improvement as we needed after Marshall. Yeah. I didn't think BYU was going to be one of our more challenging games of the year, but I guess it's going to be closer than we think, or originally thought at the beginning of the season, but uh, it'll be a good game. We're confident in our game, though, I think.
1: Yeah. I'm riding high with the team, and I will say, though, we talk a lot about the offensive struggles, but I do think our defense needs to fix some of the tackling issues they have. I think they're pretty good in the secondary this year, and they're really, really good at pass rush, but just wrapping up is, like, the big thing. And, if, I mean, if they could do that, like, I, I feel like even if our offense is okay, should be a pretty solid rest of the year. We should be talking to New York 6, potentially, if everything was fixed.
0: Oh, uh, they got a win out for that, but... Yeah. A ranked win this week, like, definitely sets them up nice for an easier patch of the schedule with Stanford and UNLV coming up. That could change the whole demeanor of the season, so... I'm excited to be talking about that on next week's pod, though. Same, same. It's gonna be a great one. I'm excited. Finally, a ranked uh, challenge. I mean, the unranked challenges have been enough. I've been plenty enough. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, all right, let's go on. The NFL had a great week four too. A lot of good games, and looking at the pick 'em, you know, I'm not gonna. I don't mean to be bragging, but I had a nice week last week. I went thirteen and three. I. I had a losing record last week so
1: just not the best uh combo i'm gonna talk about records against each other you had one of the better weeks you could have it i had a pretty average less than average week
0: yeah so this we finally have diverted from being on the same path as last year this year i take that two to one in one lead a little different
1: than last year uh, hopefully that means a little different results oh
0: maybe a reverse week <laughs> um but yeah so let's look into this week's I think this year, compared to last year, we have a lot more differences. And this week, again, we have a few differences. The Thursday night game, we got Colts at Denver. We agree on Denver. But you think Denver's offense is starting to turn around and figure things out after Russ finally got multiple touchdown scores, and even one with his legs? I can't expect Russ to do bad for too long. Especially with those weapons. Yeah. I
1: think Geno Smith doing so well. I'm sure his competitive nature will be like, dang, bro. Like
0: he, I think he's gonna step it up for sure. Uh it's funny you mentioned that Geno Smith. Geno Smith through four weeks, Vito, has a seventy seven point three percent completion percentage. Do you wanna guess where that ranks all time through the first four games of an NFL season? I mean I've I haven't seen anything like this probably top ten. You haven't seen anything like this because there's never been anything like this. That is the highest ever through first four games of the NFL season. Oh, Geno <laughs> <Gino> Smith. <laughs> dang, Geno Smith, what the Joe Burrow of the NFL.
1: Yeah, that's what I was literally thinking of. That reminds me of like Joe Burrow twenty nineteen <laughs> LSU numbers when he had Jamar Chase
0: and Jefferson against poor college DBs. I mean I did not realize Geno Smith's exceptional efficiency. <laughs> I didn't know he was that good. Either. I mean he was that efficient either. I don't think any honestly did. man,
1: I haven't heard much from Geno Like he's been a career backup his whole career. Like this is insane.
0: Only behind Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Like after he started the Jets he went behind who has he been behind? Eli, Phillip Rivers and Russ. Yeah, that's I think that's fair. Good for Geno Smith though, and his stats and Russ stats are pretty similar. There's a big gap in the contracts, but you know. I was going to say, the big
1: difference is the contract and uh, the amount uh, that Seattle got versus what Denver gave up for us is insane. Like, Seattle's going to get so many picks out of us for years to come. And just for them to play the same, is kind of crazy.
0: I think uh, Russ picks up, though.
1: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: Moving on to Sunday, though. We got another London game, early 9.30 Sunday morning. New York Giants versus the Green Bay Packers. We both got Green Bay. Starting the one o'clock games, Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. We both got Buffalo. And then Chargers versus Cleveland. This is our first difference. I got the Chargers. You got the Browns.
1: Yeah. Wow. I think Chargers are pretty good, a uh, really good team. But Browns have been surprised me because I thought they weren't going to be good to Watson join the team. But they've been doing pretty good so far. I mean, 500. That last loss was kind of unfortunate. But I mean, bring them home. I think they got the Chargers. Uh, it'll be a close one. I think Chargers should be favored. I don't know what the line is.
0: Uh, Jacoby Brissett has impressed me, actually. He's got a good connection with Njoku. Uh, Chubb has been great. Uh, but, I mean, I, I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers' offense. Chargers' offense versus Cleveland defense should be strength on strength. But uh, I expect more from the Chargers' defense. So they got a lot of pieces. I know they've had some health issues, but I think they can slow down Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the Chargers' defense has a couple injuries, they like four, what I call Madden star players, and Dervin James, J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, and Joey Bosa. So even without Bosa, I think they'll be just fine.
0: Hey, Drew Tranquil at linebacker, Domer. He's, he's been pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good, too. I would call him a Madden star player, but I think he's no, pretty good. No, but he's not bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that, Madden star players. That's a good way to put it. Uh, moving on, though, Chicago and Minnesota. We both got Minnesota. How are you feeling about your Bears at this point in the season, Vito?
1: Oh, man. I think the Bears are who we thought they were. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what you're saying after the first week, I think. Yeah. man, They play, like, literally like a Bears team from, like, the 80s and 90s. And I guess it just doesn't work. Run the ball and play good defense because we sure can't pass the ball. (laughs) Actually, I saw the stat that Cooper Cup has more receptions this year than Joseph Fields has completions, but by eight receptions. Like, significant. Oh, my God. It's not even close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's... That's a week's worth of catches for a receiver. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, We, we just got to throw the ball a little better. Uh, I mean, a lot better. Uh, I think the defense is fine. But Minnesota has a lot of offensive weapons. I mean, yeah, if you can't throw. Yeah, you can't throw in the NFL. It's tough. And I don't blame Fields completely either. Uh, I think the Bears uh, give up the most uh quarterback pressures by any offensive line in the NFL and up there in the sacks too. uh, It would be number one sacks, but Fields actually makes a lot of plays. But the Bears give up a lot of quarterback pressures, and we don't have good receivers as it is. So I don't blame Fields too much. The rookie hasn't given given a fair shot, is what I'm saying, or the second-year player now.
0: Yeah. um, Going back to that Cooper Cups that you mentioned, Cooper Cups Monday night game against the 49ers where he had 14 receptions, that would be Justin Fields' Best game of the year if he had 14 completions because his most so far is 11 this past week against the Giants. It looked like Fields
1: had the best game of this year, uh, this Sunday against the Giants. Uh,
0: but I didn't realize there's only 11. <laughs> <laughs> 11 for 22 for 174 yards. Hey, man, that game. every team has Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I, 31 teams <laughs> throw more than 22 <laughs> times. Which is the most you've thrown this year by five, by the way? Wow, that's crazy.
1: Uh, and the only reason he looked good is because he had two really like deep passes to Moody. That was like most of the yards. The rest were like just screens and short, deca dogs. Yeah, I think some
0: some scheme changes need to happen too.
1: I don't know that, but I mean, we're taking we, we want
0: Jackson Smith and Jigba but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're two and two. You're not even last in your own division, so you're not doing good at that either. See, this is the worst thing I was thinking about
1: as a Bears fan. So we want two outcomes to happen, either have a winning record, like winning records is for good this year, which like any fan wants that, or have Justin Fields get better. Right now, we're losing and Fields sucks, so like, we don't really know what to do. Well, you're not losing enough either to fully... Actually, we're not losing enough, yeah, yeah. Actually, that that was the other thing too. There's three possibilities, we just take all together, you know, get some good picks, but we're not taking that well. Justin Fields isn't playing good, and we're not winning
0: either, so... It's early still. You guys could get worse. Don't worry. You could tank for real. Uh, we're
1: like in this like Charlotte Hornets position.
0: <laughs> we're like i <I'd> every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I agree with you that it's not all on fields. I don't know what to do. I want
1: to see a good offensive Bears team, honestly. Historically, a good defensive team. But yeah, that being said, Minnesota is going to go crazy. Gonna win.
0: Yeah, I got Minnesota too. But divisional game, I think it'll be closer than and just dominating. Yeah, they also play Minnesota pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I hope Jefferson goes off. Yeah. Detroit at New England, we also differ. I got Detroit, you got New England. Bro, Detroit has the highest scoring offense in the league, averaging 35 a game, and they're 1-3. They score. This is crazy. I saw the stat to go off of that. They
1: scored more points a game, or more touchdowns, not points a game. More touchdowns than the Bears, Cowboys,
0: and Broncos combined, but yet have a worse mm-hmm. record than all three. <laughs> I mean... They've put up 140 points already, and they've given up 141. I feel bad for that offense, especially Goff, bro. Goff is having a year. Their running backs are having a year, too. Yeah, Swift and Williams, right? Mm-hmm. I think their offense continues this game. Like This is my prediction. Their offense continues to put up decent numbers. I mean, even if you're not putting up 35, putting up 28 is pretty good still. I don't see New England's offense keeping up with that, especially if Mac Jones doesn't come back this week. Then there's, I don't know, they kept it close with the Packers, surprisingly, but I just don't see their offense keeping pace with Detroit's all of a sudden pretty solid offense.
1: I see, I mean, I see where you're
0: coming from. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense, but there's something. Like a... It's also
1: Detroit. Yeah. And they find a way to lose. It's, it's, it's also New England, which hasn't losed this year, but finds a way to at least win some point. Like they almost beat the Packers.
0: With their third string quarterback, something like
1: that. Yeah. Uh Bailey Zappy. I don't know. we could trust a rookie Bailey Zappi. but I think I think Valichuk makes finds a way to keep this a like, good game,
0: yeah, no I I'm not like fully sold on Detroit, yeah, but I had to pick one. um Seattle versus New Orleans was also one that I wasn't so sure of, but we both ended up going New Orleans,
1: yeah, I wasn't sure about this one either. I think uh Gino Smith was going been playing really well, but I think I mean New Orleans, uh, I stand where. I said earlier where I thought they are going to be one of the better teams this year. They haven't showed that so far,
0: but they can turn around at home. Maybe. Uh, Miami at Jets, we both got Miami. Atlanta at Tampa, we both got Tampa. Tennessee at Washington, you got the Titans. I got the Commanders. I thought this one was just a toss-up too. Yeah, I guess I go
1: with more experience or big experience team winning-wise at least.
0: Yeah, I don't hate the Commanders' offense, really. I mean, Carson Wentz... He throws a lot of touchdowns. He throws a lot of picks, I guess. But between Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson, scary Terry there too. Washington's got some weapons too. And um, what's it called? Brian Robinson might be coming back this week. So they got a running back committee again. They got three running backs. So I don't know. I just picked Washington. I thought it was a toss up though. Yeah. it This one was a close one. I could have went if either were. Uh, continuing, we got Houston at Jacksonville. Jacksonville was surprisingly good. We both picked them. San Francisco at Carolina. I picked San Francisco, but I could see Carolina. You also picked San Francisco. That was another one I was iffy on. Dallas at Rams. We both got the Rams. Philadelphia Arizona. Arizona. Um, I'll let you change this, Vito, because this one's a no-brainer. I uh, got Arizona. You picked Philly. Wait, was a no-brainer about this? Do you not believe in the Manning curse? Jalen Hurts was on the Manning cast.
1: Oh, dang. No. No. Well, eh. someone has to break something. Uh, this is crazy though. This is two back to back weeks where it's uh Oklahoma quarterback battle. Last week it was the Cardinals and the uh Panthers, Mayfield versus uh Murray. Now it's it's Hurts versus versus Murray. So we'll just, we'll see at the end of this week who is the supreme quarterback from Oklahoma.
0: Wow, Murray's gonna win too. I believe in the Manning curse. I don't know why players are still going on that show. I don't know why they Manning brothers keep having players on yeah they, they have nothing to do with rick i guess um just keep getting like steph and and pat mcafee i don't know why you keep torturing these players making them lose the next week um but so i'm, I'm kind of confident in that one we will see next week though and then the sunday night game this is a good game cincinnati at baltimore i really didn't know who to go with either but we both ended up going baltimore i think the ravens bounced back after two two tough losses they gave up big leads exactly they should be four now right now i mean they didn't lose the bad teams in the
1: dolphins or bills two three and one teams top of the division right now but yeah they probably should be four now right now the ravens look really good they just give up big four or four, third four quarter leagues to good teams but you should never happen uh Whereas the Bengals, though, they beat the Dolphins straight up. And I know Tua got hurt, but I think, to be honest, Teddy was playing better. Like, when Tua was there, it was like 14-6. And when Teddy came in there, he kind of got close again. Cincinnati's pretty good. And Cincinnati beat Baltimore both times last year. Both teams have to win this game. It's a primetime game. It's a divisional showdown. But I still go with Baltimore because they're at home. That's the only difference. If this is in Cincinnati, I would actually go straight up with Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I kind of ended up just defaulting to the home team, too. But I, I, I really didn't know who to go with either. And just Baltimore has got to be hurting right now, especially with those last two games. So I think they're just going to come out and make sure they don't let that happen three weeks in a row. I don't know.
1: Both both those teams need this window because I will say that the Bengals losing to Cooper Rush and Mitch Trubisky in weeks one and two is not a good look either. So <laughs> <laughs> like that's a really bad look. So. As much as I want to say the Ravens uh, feel a little embarrassed, at least they lost to a pretty good Dolphins team with Josh Allen. So like both, I think both teams really do have a lot to prove this game and divisional showdown. This is going to be an exciting one. I, 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 I'm excited for this one.
0: You bring up some good points. Monday night is also a divisional showdown, and I think also going to be a good one. Vegas at Kansas City. I we both got Kansas City. Vegas looked like a little rejuvenated last week beating the Broncos, but before that, I mean, man, that was their first win of the year. I don't know.
1: Vegas looked good. Vegas has, like, they probably should have beat the Cardinals. That very comeback was kind of insane, but I think the Chiefs look almost better than last year, which is kind of scary. I think their defense is taking a step up.
0: And their offense, like, they really spread the ball out now. Like, they don't have just Tyreek and Kelsey, so they're, they're really learn how to use all their receivers, which, I mean, you don't know where they're going to go every play, which I think makes them even more dangerous.
1: That's true. Yeah. You no, know, the ball's flying everywhere. Everyone, Everyone's a ch- getting a chance to make plays. Clyde Edwards, he, was there, bro. he barely has yards, but he's getting touchdowns. He's getting a lot of touchdowns. And I don't think they used him at all last year. Like, they barely used him last year.
0: It's not even through the ground, too. It's, it's the air. He's catching them, too. Especially, oh, that one play where Mahomes just flicked to him was magic.
1: Absolutely insane, yeah. I think Mahomes took, a step. I think both Mahomes and Hill took a step up, which is kind of crazy to see that because folks were saying, Oh, what is Mahomes gonna be without Hill, or what's Hill gonna be without Mahomes? They're both just grade eight alphas, they're both one of the best of their positions, and that doesn't change if they have each other or not. Pretty cool to see,
0: yeah. I love to see a nice win win trade, yeah, exactly. I think we'll, we'll have another good week of NFL. I mean, it's always a good week. With that, we'll move on to our last segment. We got the locks of the week. Every week, me and Vito have $100 to spend on bets, however we want. And then we keep track to see if either of us can end the year positive.
1: You're probably going to do that right
0: now. I'm not looking too hot. Before we review our, our picks from last week, overall, right now, I had a I had a good week last week. I was up $82 last week, overall up 117 you were down thirteen bucks last week, overall down forty-eight. I'm just
1: slowly but surely losing more and more every week. Like every just a little bit. Like I haven't had like a, or at least I don't remember having a week where I just, since week two maybe where I just lost a lot. But each week I'm losing like a small amount and it's coming down. But hopefully this week we bounce back and hit the positives again. Uh last week I got the Bengals money line. I do like the Bengals. Uh probably should have taken the spread, but uh twenty dollar bet, nine profit. So I'm hitting the smaller ones. I got Clemson, my six and a half, they covered. uh, So, got my first two. Now, I missed my last two. I thought AM and as a ranked team on the road, was going to win. They didn't. They got absolutely blown out. That was my biggest bet, too. So, 35 lost.
0: Yeah, that was one that we were surprised about. We're like, how is Texas A&M not the favorite? Yeah. Why is Mississippi State the favorite? And it wasn't even close. <laughs> I don't I don't know why we even doubt Vegas Vegas sometimes. does too much. It's kind of scary, yeah. If it's
1: something surprised like that, from now on, I'd like to just take Vegas decide on it. <laughs> Smart. Bills at Ravens. I thought the Ravens were gonna win money line, and I was
0: pretty confident in it most of the game. It was looking good for a while, Vito. You know, I will say that. Yes, I agree there.
1: But the Bills prevailed. Jackson looked bad. Yeah. He looked like a running back.
0: <laughs> oh dang. <laughs> <I don't trust>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got this week then? To bounce back from last week. Yep,
1: yep. So Brian Kelly can't win big games, and so here's his first big game. Number eight Tennessee comes to Baton Rouge uh, to take on the Tigers. Tennessee's a two and a half point favorite. I take Tennessee and the points because Brian Kelly seems probably gonna lose by three touchdowns or something. Thirty dollars on Tennessee minus two and a half. Uh, uh, BYU versus Notre Dame. I take Notre Dame money line. Uh, it's actually minus one seventy six. I put thirty dollars on Notre Dame. I'm
0: surprised Notre Dame's so heavily favored there.
1: I am too. I mean, what is? I don't think Notre Dame showed much, but. I trust Vegas on this one. I'll take Vegas. I hope so. <laughs> uh and last one, three team uh NFL parlay. I take the Packers, Jacksonville, and Buccaneers to win their games against the Giants, Texans, and Falcons respectively. Plus one hundred, forty dollars. I like that.
0: It's pretty safe. Just can't have any upsets. Um I did an NFL parlay too. I did a different three teams than you. I took Denver over Indy Thursday night buffalo over pittsburgh and the chargers over cleveland which is a game that we just screened on those three combined are plus 182 i put 30 bucks on that um and then i'm also pretty confident in the madden curse so i put 30 dollars arizona money line plus 200 so those are my two big hitters for the week okay those are
1: huge yeah
0: yeah and then for the thursday night game i got a player prop bet Indy versus Denver this Thursday. I got Russ over 19 and a half completions. I'm thinking and hoping for fantasy sake, uh, Russ starts throwing more. I mean, they lost Williams to for the year with the ACL injury, unfortunately, but I put 25 bucks on that minus 130 odds. Russ gets at least 20 completions. And then my fourth bet, I have a college bet. Uh, I wasn't as confident with the Alabama first quarter bet that I usually do with Bryce's young status kind of unsure and up in the air. So I found a new one. Okay, I got App State versus Texas State. First quarter over 13. (laughs) Um, I really don't know much about Texas State. I'm hoping App State's got good offense. Or either they score two touchdowns, they each get a touchdown. I don't care how it happens. Two touchdowns or a touchdown and two field goals. I'm good with that too. Uh, 100 odds. I put 15 on that.
1: I like that. I like that. That's pure. That's a pure game because I'm sure, yeah, there's not much to be known about either of those teams. But I will say that I think App State gives up a lot of points and scores a lot of points. So
0: I'm good with that. It doesn't matter how it happens. Yeah. I had a good week last week, so I, I went a little more risky this week. Go big or go home, right? No, for sure. Real crazy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With all that being said, we will be back next week. I think we're going to have... Good college week again. Probably not as crazy as last week. Uh, Continuing with the NFL. Never have a boring week there. But regardless, with all that being said, we'll see you guys next week.